Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. It's great to have you on board here on a Tuesday morning. This is Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, along with Mike Palm today. Mike is the VP of Circa Resort and Casino, along with the Golden Gate and the D in downtown Las Vegas. As Paulie is on the shelf for at least one more day, feeling a little bit under the weather. We'll get into Game 5 tonight. Uh, the, the betting numbers available right now on the board for the Stanley Cup Final and uh, what this city is going to look like. Trying to give you uh, some perspective on that as well here this morning. But again, uh, throughout the show today, it is a special edition of Top 5 Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Pat Sajak, the longtime host of Wheel of Fortune, he will enter his 41st year in his next season, and that will be his last. He announced it yesterday. We're talking about the Top 5 game show hosts of all time. It's a very difficult list. Looking at uh, how many overall game shows we've had throughout the years and how many great hosts there were, very tough to come up with the top five. We will have an honorable mention at the end of the show, uh, but we're going one at a time throughout the duration of the three-hour program today and also getting your feedback. FTM at vcin.com is the email. Plenty of emails coming in, which we'll get to on Twitter at vcin live at Mitch Moss Radio at Mike Palm Circa. Number four on my list, uh, the guy has to be on here. And this is, I get it, including, you know, Paulie doesn't like the guy because he always had the answers to the test, right? But Alex Trebek has to make the top five somehow, some way. Um, I understand if you're upset about that part and how he was condescending at times, maybe a lot of times, to the contestants because he always did have the answers. Their research team was unbelievable. But it's arguably the most popular game show in the history of game shows. And there's one other aspect. The fact that SNL made a (laughs) long-running parody that was 
hysterical, like almost every time they did it about Trebek in Jeopardy. I think that plays into it as well a little bit. The guy has to be in the top five. Sean Connery with the Jeopardy. Sean Con- Turd Ferguson. I, I mean, I, <laughs> I, the category names. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, look, um, he he's a, he'll be on my list later too. You can't. He, I mean, to me, it's the it's the number one show of all time for game shows. I right? would and agree. The popularity he had for decades with it and. And what they did with it, and yeah, I think he was a very professional, and he showed his humor when they interview and that. I don't know. I didn't necessarily see the condescending side of it. I maybe maybe others. There's a lot of odd people Paulie hates, so I can't right. I can't really give that much credence to oh, that. Oh, he, he and I have yelled about this on the air before about Trebek. Yeah, and I and I told him, Paulie, who are you kidding? That's exactly what you would be like if you had the answers to the test. You'd be you'd be going scoreboard the entire time, right in people's faces. <laughs> All right, my number four, and I know he's on your list later too, is Richard Dawson. Oh God, he's absolutely well, what a, what a, what an, an interesting character. He's an interesting life too, and I, I don't know, you know, the more you look at it, I always say that it's a suspicious circumstances surrounding Bob Crane's death and what was <laughs> my my dad always pointed that for those that don't know, but Richard Dawson, of course, played in Hogan's Heroes. He was so good on that show, and you can argue Steve Harvey's had a great run as well. Uh, uh, in a in a different era here, uh, it's pretty funny as well. But Richard Dawson's character upon himself, uh, and and the way that uh, he cavorted with with the, with the families, and the way he reacted to the ridiculous answers, and things like that, as certainly a very popular character. He had to be in the top five. Could argue he could be a little bit higher, um, but uh, he he's solid and he's right there. I don't think he's in too many people's list that he's not in the top five or the top 10 has to be put it this way. There is absolutely no chance on earth. The way that he operated as the game show host oh, back then wouldn't last a week. Oh, he'd be done in, in four, 45 minutes today. He'd be gone. Yeah. People look at this and say, Richard, what are you doing? You can't, you can't <laughs> do it. He, did it. he was like so over the top. Yeah, he was. Yeah. But that, that was part of the allure of the show. Speaking of say Jack and, and he didn't make our list, but say Jack had a, had a dignity to him when these people, the words would be right there all, but when they'd get it wrong and yeah. they blow th- that, I don't think he ever embarrassed the guest, right? That's a great he was, point. He was really good with them. Yeah, oh, because other people would have been <laughs> like, yeah. what, what are you doing? What are you doing? They, or they, they couldn't even read it. All the letters are up there. Yeah, you know? exactly right. He, he, I don't think he ever made anybody feel like an idiot. I, I think some people would just take shots and make, yeah, yeah they call them dummies, whatever <laughs> else. Uh, this is an email from Gary in Davenport in reverse order. Five, Bob Eubanks. Very good game show host. Yeah. Four, Alan Ludden, mm-hmm. Betty White's husband, yep, password. password. Bob Barker, number three, Gene, Gene Rayburn. Oh, man, and Alex Trebek. And he says, like you, Mitch, I love Press Your Luck. He had an 8 a.m. final exam on his last day of college in 1984. When he returned at 10 a.m., Press Your Luck had just started to celebrate the end of college. I was talked into doing a full beer bong for every whammy. There are about eight or nine of them, so I was pretty, you know what, at the <laughs> end of the show. <laughs> I remember at the end of finals week, I think it was sophomore year, we played tennis. We were all hadn't slept in days, this and that, you know, and we went out and played tennis. We played doubles. I fell asleep standing up to return. I fell asleep standing up standing returning. Standing up playing sir. tennis? Yes. I, I, fell, I literally <laughs> fell, I fell asleep. I was so tired. But we went out to play because we were so tired and we just wanted to get all the energy out, you know, that we had. And... Uh, but you strange things, and you remember those moments. I would actually like to be, I'd like to be able to do that at some point in my life. Yeah. Fall asleep standing up, that's yeah. pretty impressive. Horses, horses. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Humans. Uh, okay, so... Um, for today, we are broadcasting live in the city where they are playing Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Final tonight. And the Golden Knights, again, in me, it, to, my, it, to my way of thinking here, they are just priced to the moon. I mean, it's $1.90 for the, this. Actually, Mike, I'll remind people, this is getting into similar territory. If you want to go back to the expansion year for the Golden Knights, when they had home ice against the Capitals, mm. and they won Game One, I think the final score was six to four. Yes, it was. But then it was all Capitals in the re the next three games, right? And so they were coming back home to play here in Vegas for a Game Five, and everybody was betting the Golden Knights like they have to have this game to stay alive. It's a little bit different. They were down three one. They're up three one in this series, but they were, I mean, completely priced to the moon in that game. And I'm like, I, at some point, I have to bet the Capitals. At some point today, I'm going to have to bet the Florida Panthers. I think. You can hedge your emotions a little bit too with with a bet on Florida tonight. This, they've been one forty at home, one thirty five, and now they'll get north of two dollars in some spots. It's already you know it's five in the morning here, and, yep. and they're they're creeping past one ninety, uh, and everybody's going to flood in to get their ticket on tonight's game. So you have to look at the Panthers here uh, in this spot if you want to bet the game. I I also, you know, we didn't talk about uh, Con Smythe a name we didn't talk about, but the guy that dominated game four, how about Chandler Stevenson? Oh yeah. He might have an outside shot if this, if the series extended and he has another dominating game like that. I might even look at him as a anytime goal scorer tonight. He looked at, and, and our buddy Eddie Olchek pointed this out, looked like the fastest guy on the ice and it wasn't close the other night in South Florida in both really games three and four. Yep. He was excellent in that game. I'm trying to get overall the, uh, yeah. The points leaders here. Oh, he's got 19 points in the playoffs. So he is five behind Marcia's show and four behind Eichel. Maybe a tough, tough task to pull off there, but um, I, it sounds to me like you kind of want to rule out Aiden Hill completely or at the current price. Anyway, it's not worth a bet in your opinion. I don't think so. And, and, and I'm, and I understand the bias towards goalies in this sport, but uh, you know, I guess you get a three, two game and a four, three game, but remember Five two seven two. It's there's there's no game he hasn't given up two goals, right? So, I think it was how many? What was it? Twenty years ago, Jagir won it as a losing with with yep. the, with the Ducks, the Mighty Ducks, whatever they were then, in a losing effort. But those games were you know where he was get, giving shutouts and giving up one goal. I think there's too many goals. I think the defense is so strong. It's not like short as Florida's getting 38, 40 shots on goal either in this, and their opportunities all come from bad angles. They get very few shots in the slot. Now, he's made some great saves in scramble situations in front of the net, but I'm just not there with Hill. I think it's an offensive player that wins that wins this award. I think the Las Vegas Strip, tonight when it's going to be on TV, the amount of people, I mean, could it look like a New Year's Eve type atmosphere? I think during the day, the game is supposed, they dropped the puck at like, I think, what, 520 Pacific time yeah. tonight? First of all, because of uh, the F1 race coming here later on this season, the construction on the Strip and around that area is ungodly at this point. So you're going to see just cars for days when they show that on the Strip tonight. <laughs> and it should be like, if Toshi do you know if Toshiba Plaza is having like a, like, are they going to make it look like Jurassic Park up in Canada? <laughs> and then just put it on the big screen outside because the weather here is going to be beautiful. They could have 20,000 people all watching the game if they wanted to. Um, there might be just that many people that want to be around there that are going to show up there tonight. If I was going to the game tonight, I'd want to get down. And I'm not joking. I'd want to get in that area like around noon or one o'clock. Yeah, and have a few beers before the game. Have a couple of beers, take it all in. I mean, this is going to be like the strip is going to be, if they win it tonight, 
the strip is going to be that all side night of the long. strip, but it will all not. Night long. It's going to. You're exactly right. Maybe they'll maybe they'll bring the cup down to circa. Who knows? Chandler Stevenson, anytime goal plus two sixty. How about this as a way to hedge Marsha Show? Is to bet Marsha Show to score at plus one fifty. If you have a Marsha Show ticket, you know what I mean. Okay. So you're saying for him not to score, or for him to? Is it a pointer for? A, it's got to be a goal at that price. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a goal. A goal plus one fifty, no minus one seventy five. Okay. If, if you're if you're if you have a ticket already, right? I mean, if he scores tonight, doesn't he lock it up? I say yes. And so you can lay a dollar seventy five that he doesn't score. Right. And then so that would be one way if you have a huge ticket on him. Yeah, potentially because if he doesn't score and Eichel has, it lets other people into it. If 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 they lose tonight, I think if they win tonight, there's. The body of work is over. I you know, think it's not an. It, someone has to overcome him. I think that the the only way, if the Golden Knights win tonight and he doesn't win the award, he doesn't score, and Eichel has to have, what does he have to do? Two goals, two assists. Game winning goal, multiple goals, three points. A, 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 yeah. Is a game winning goal in overtime enough for Eichel well, if Marshy doesn't score? The game winning goal in overtime does have some weight. To it. Uh, yes, it does. <laughs> Yes, it does. A baseball discussion as we are about 65 games into the season. How many current division leaders will hang on to actually finish in first place at the end of the year? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check out the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes, so you can see all changes in the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. 
You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. We will get uh, Mike's thoughts on future betting in Major League Baseball with uh, current first-place teams in their divisions to find out how many teams he thinks will actually win their divisions at the end of the year. Top 5 Tuesday today. Uh, we're talking top five game show hosts of all time. Pat Sajak announced his retirement yesterday from Wheel of Fortune after this upcoming 41st season. Um, we're going slowly but surely through our list today throughout the show. Number five for me, again, I said this a little bit earlier because Press Your Luck was such a big show in my childhood. Peter Tamarkin was, I thought he was great at what he did. I just got a kick out of that show big time. Number four was Alex Trebek. Number three, Bob Eubanks on the list. Newlywed game. Ran for a long, long time. Whoopee. Whoopee. Huh? Where'd you make whoopee? That and uh, Card Sharks. Card Sharks because eventually when you get into that like drinking age, mm-hmm. like high, we called it high-low high mm-hmm. version of it, it was huge. It was the, one of the go-to games you would have as a drinking game like on a Friday night. So it was basically the same thing. And then some of the people, that would, the Card Shark stuff, uh, 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 you know, Jack might pop up. Uh, I'm going to go higher. Well, you can get the queen, the king, or the ace. That's it. Like, some, right? That's where you just want to like throw the microphone at the people. What are you doing? You can't go higher here, idiot. I thought the best part of the show were the survey questions. Because that's how you got control of the board, right? Is, is Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we asked 100 women how many, and then you guessed and you said higher or lower. <laughs> yes. But some of them were unbelievable. You'd be way, <laughs> way off on these questions. That's what I thought was the entertaining. Yeah, you'd get a jack and they did it Oh. Six, no lower. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How could you just not play the percentage of the game? Sure. But uh, yeah, it was a fun show. Eubanks, I mean, when you go back and they do these iconic moments of game shows, a lot of them come from the newlywed game with these, the answers to these couples. Uh, um, yeah. 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 Strangest place and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who do you have at number three? I have Gene Rayburn because I think match game is tremendously underrated. And, and it's, you know, it ran from 1962 to 82. From the original version to the match game PM. And it's a very good show. And I like the final match, you know, and they get an audience and pick. And I think Ray- Rayburn was just a perfect host because it was a zany cast that were all kind of like the stars. I mean, you, the four main stars, speaking of Richard Dawson, uh-huh. remember bottom row center. You had Charles Nelson Riley, yes. Betty White, and Brett Summers, basically, and then other characters that, that rotated around them. But I. Go back and watch those old match games. Just hilarious comedy. And then at the end, it's you know it's pretty serious because they're playing for big money. And there's like three reasonable answers when you say blank something. Mm-hmm. And they would always call on Richard Dawson as one of the you know to give one of the answers. He was a very sharp guy. And to, to your point, I have him on my list, and I know you're you're high on him as well. Well, you'll notice a bunch of like spinoffs because of uh, how popular these game shows were. With Bob Barker, of course, he was not a spin-up, but he was in uh, Happy Gilmore. Everybody loved him yeah. in that role. Uh, Richard Dawson, The Running Man, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a very uh, popular movie back in the 80s. Um, so we'll continue. There's our uh, top three, or actually five, four, and three so far at this point. Uh, Mike, you love betting on Major League Baseball. When you look at teams that are in first place right now in the sport, Tampa Bay, Minnesota, although Minnesota's exactly 500 now, Texas, they lost last night, two straight losses for that team. Atlanta, Pittsburgh, and Arizona. I will ask you, how many teams at the end of the regular season that are currently in first place will actually win their divisions? 
what would you set this total at if you were booking it? And it can't be a flat number. You got to put a hook on it. I would probably make it two and a half. That's what I would. Juice to the over. Maybe a little bit of juice, yeah. A little juice to the over. I, I put a circle around Tampa Bay and Atlanta. I think both Eastern divisions, Atlanta's winning the NLEs. I agree. I, I can say that with certainty. Tampa's built up a nicely. That's a tough division. I mean, how about Baltimore? Nobody's talking about 41 and 24 Baltimore. I mean, this team's like 400 games below 500 in the last few decades. Oh, no I kidding. Mean, I mean, they have, they're still clinging on to the second best record in baseball, by the way. They're tied uh, right now with Texas. Good series with Toronto coming in. This big. We'll talk about that a little later. Pitching, good pitching matchup with Bassett and Kramer tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on. A, I'm out on Minnesota. I don't think they're winning it. I think Cleveland or the White Sox win that division. I'm out on Pittsburgh. Um, yeah. I, I, Who wins that division? Then I think. I think it's the Brewers. Big start for Burns tonight. He's looked a lot better. The past, because, uh, yes. well, he had no control. I mean, he came into the year and he, he started out, what, three years ago, 48 strikeouts and no walks, and then, and now he, he can't throw the breaking ball for a strike. Um, he's, I, been, he's been really good his last three starts. I think by, very good, I've, and I've watched all of them. I like to watch him pitch. He's very fun to watch. And he gets the ball and he throws the ball. He's and, efficient. Yeah, he's yeah, fat, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so I would say Milwaukee probably. Arizona's interesting because... I don't know what we saw five to one last week, three to one still available. I think they've got a shot to win it. So that would be my two and a half. Texas, can the pitching hold up? Um, no, because I think we're starting, and this was, I think, kind of predictable, right? That what Dane Dunning did in the first, uh, I don't know, seven weeks of the season, that was not sustainable. Mm-hmm. And now he's been roughed up his last three starts. There, because of the DeGrom news and the injury, they have to add a starter. I thought if DeGrom was going to come back, clearly the bullpen was going to be the number one focus. Yep. Now they probably have to do both. I think Houston wins the division. I won't be surprised. Even though there's holes in that lineup, a lot of holes when you face Houston, somehow they're, they're throwing the six-man rotation, and these guys are all decent, and I, I think it sustains them for the playoffs as well. But they're four and a half back. I would probably give the nod to Houston right now. And I know no one's talking about them, which is probably what makes them even more dangerous. Uh-huh. Um, so I'll go under two and a half, but I'd have to probably get like plus 140 on that number. Okay. Thinking that it's going to be the Rays and the Braves. Yeah. The and it could winners. be wrong. I could be oh. wrong on the, I could be wrong on the Rays. I think the Braves are just, I, I I'll be so shocked if they didn't win that division. That will be a shocking yes. result to me. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, I, I agree. At this point, the Rays kind of are who they are, although that cost me a bet last night. I, I laid the two and a half runs. They couldn't get anything off Caprillion last night, and they lost outright 4-3. Regardless, that division yeah. is so good that if they go on, if they lose like, I'm just going to throw out a couple of numbers here. If they lose like five out of 12 games, five out of 10 games, the Orioles, if they go on a win streak, Yankees, they can be right there. The A's have won six in a row, Mitch. Oh, yeah. To improve to 18 and 50. Think yes. about that. Yeah. They've won six in a row. Yeah. At, at these numbers now, they were a gigantic dog yesterday. That's six mm-hmm. straight at at least plus 145 or better. Rank these one to six, the, the six current leaders most likely to win the division. We've agreed Atlanta's number one. Yes. Is Tampa Bay number two? I would probably say Tampa Bay, yeah. Just because of the confidence level and the other... Mm-hmm. I, after that, well, <laughs> then I'd here? have to go between Texas and Arizona. Oh, for current leaders, yeah, current leaders. 
who you would have the third most confidence I'd go, in. I'd go Texas. I'd probably go Arizona. You would? Okay. Texas. I'd go Minnesota fifth and Pittsburgh sixth. I would have Arizona if, if Richie Hill makes another 15 starts and keeps giving up zero or one runs, then you beat me. I mean, come <laughs> on. Come on. It's unbelievable. Well, uh, actually, could, could the Reds win that division? They're three and a half back. Any chance here? I don't know. This, Every this time shot. I turn on a red game, David Boone's getting thrown out for something. I okay, mean, yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know what he's arguing about. That kid is that, how do you say his name? Ellie De La Cruz. De La Cruz. He's, he's something else. He played two games. He was the second choice for, for rookie of the year. Well, he's, I think that's because of the hype coming in. I don't... He's got a he's got a lot of ground to make up on. Okay, Cindy Coburn Carroll, one of the great female bowlers of the eighties. Oh my God, up in uh, Reno. Remember Cindy Coburn Carroll? I think she got divorced and she went back to to Cindy Carroll. But anyhow, <laughs> uh, Corbin, Cor Carroll, Corbin yeah. Carroll is he's going awful to be... good. I watched him last night because I was that was the late game against Phillies. He has a stranglehold on that yeah. award. And he's like in that thing which he's like third in the NL MVP. Yeah, there's an MVP vote <laughs> yeah. right now where they reached out 47 people on MLB.com yeah. um, voted on this. No, 42 of them gave the NL award to Ronald Acuna. Yeah. But Carroll came in third for the MVP. I will say this. Uh, Ian McDonald from uh, lives in Illinois. Vicent, loyal VEASAN viewer reached out, messaged me last week. goes, hey, you might want to take a, take a peek at Carroll to win the MVP. I'm like, what? And I looked, he was 200 to one in the overall numbers. I'm like, well, this guy, first of all, should be like, and I get it, the competition to win the NL Rookie of the Year. There's a lot of good candidates, including Alvarez from the Mets. Yeah. But this kid's, no, his numbers are absurd. And they hit him twice to start the game. And they were the not happy about got it. thrown out. Yeah. Not pleased with that whatsoever. So I think that basically you can find some, some decent value on these teams, maybe. It, the, the Diamondbacks are going to make the playoffs. Yeah, you can pencil them in. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, unless, again, you, you got, there's a zillion injuries. But uh, it's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Net, uh, Network. Up next, VSIN contributor Will Hill on the show. Uh, we'll find out what he is betting today on the overall card, Game 5 NHL, huge card in Major League Baseball next here on VSIN. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NHL, and new customers can bet $5 and get a $200 bonus instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the promo code VSIN when you sign up. Mike, you were telling me about an interesting bet that you made before the year started. It was a head-to-head -head bet. Yeah, this it was is during the commercial break. Two teams that had the... <clears throat> I was looking for a bet for Red Sox for fifth in the division. And I didn't see any that I liked, but there was a head-to-head -head matchup. More wins, Orioles or Red Sox. So I laid 115 with the Orioles. This is, I, 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 whether it was fourth or fifth or second or third, you could, it wasn't just pigeonholing the Red Sox into fifth at that time. Sure. And, I mean, in theory, before the season started again, the O's on the uptick. I like the Wells. I like Kramer. I like some of the young pitching. Rauschman, I think Rauschman's Derek's favorite player in Major League Baseball. Oh, right is that now. right? So, I, I, you know, I thought a little, a little, uh, a little um, positive bet there where you could couple it with what I thought the Red Sox were going to be a below 500 team. Okay. And uh, VSIN contributor Will Hill joins the program now. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at not the Will Hill. Good morning, pal. Thanks for the time. How are, so to kind of piggyback what Mike was talking about there about the Red Sox, 
How are you approaching a market with Boston moving forward for the rest of the season? Yeah, well, some of these books, they do a really good job keeping up the season win totals throughout the year. And we were just talking before the break. If you really if you keep an eye on it and you don't mind, you know, if you don't mind tying up your money. Yeah, there's some great middle opportunities. And to me, the Red Sox right now sitting at 80 wins. Uh, I like the under. I think they're five or so five and a half out of a wild card spot right now. I could easily seeing that be I could easily see that being seven or eight by the time we get to the trade deadline here. And if that's the case, even if they're like six, seven out, I would think they'll pull the plug. They could trade Paxton, who looked really good last night. He looks good when he's healthy. He's just never healthy. And um, look, I think Cora is a great manager. I think they've overachieved here this first few months. But to me, they just don't have enough pitching, especially to hang in that division where you got to play Baltimore all the time. You got to play Tampa all the time. The Yankees are still uh, the Yankees when they're healthy. It's a really good division. So uh, for me, you know, to see them getting to 500 or better, I don't see it. So under 80, I think it's a good play here. I think they'll pull the plug and trade whoever they can probably at the deadline. They'll be sellers. Will, in this era of uh, win for me now and mercenary players, the Nuggets are sort of an anomaly. They've kept Malone for eight years. They built their team through the draft and they got their NBA title last night. Talking with Mitch earlier in the show, interesting how the market would open for next year. And um, you're putting your toe in the water and the Nuggets already to win the championship and go back to back. I think plus 475 is a good price. Now, there's a practical aspect of your tying up your money for 12 months for a bet that may or may not hit. But um, yeah, you, you brought up some good points. They are homegrown. They're organic. They didn't tank. They didn't get an unhappy superstar. They did it with all uh, of their own draft picks. No top five picks. It was really just good drafting, good developing. I think you could say Jokic is the best draft pick of all time. When you look at expected value of that draft pick and what that's produced, that's got to be the best pick of all time. There's a, a little Tom Brady analogy here where it's basically a throwaway pick. If you sold that pick for cash, nobody would ever look twice. But, um, you know, I, I think you look at next year and I don't know if they'll win the finals, but I think they're going to be back in the finals. And again, anything can happen, injuries, trades, whatever. But if you look at the West, I mean, who do you trust? Do you trust the Grizzlies? No. Do you trust the Clippers to stay healthy? I think we're probably done with that. LeBron and AD a year older. Do you trust them to stay healthy for 82 games plus a postseason? Uh, no. W w can the Suns fill out the roster? It's really just a two-man team, two-and-a-half-man team here with Durant and Booker. So um, if you're going to give me a team that's plus 475 that I think has a great chance to be right back in the finals, I mean, there's some 2015 Warriors vibes with this Nuggets team where they're just on the rise. I think Jokic is so fun to play for that they'll get some veterans that want to play with him because he makes them better. Uh, it'll be a chance at a ring. So to me, plus 475. If you can stomach it, you just put it in your pocket, you bet it now, and you know you look up next spring and you're happy you have that ticket. Uh, I like what you said. That's exactly where I was going next. It does have a, a feel like Golden State eight years ago. Like this is the beginning of something that could last for a long, long time. He's going to be the best player on the court, regardless of competition. And I'm glad like they had to get that interview with Jamal Murray after the game last night, and you saw how emotional he was. Like That dude missed two consecutive postseasons after he was phenomenal in the bubble. And he came back and he had an incredible postseason and a great NBA final. So as long as those two guys are healthy, you're right. I think they can add guys on the cheap, maybe moving forward. I think they're probably going to be just incredible in the West for the next three, four, five years. He's durable, too. He doesn't get hurt. He's one of the most durable superstars. You don't have to worry about uh, you know injuries or load management. It'd be interesting to see what their win total is next year. Now that they have a, 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 you know, a championship in their pocket, do they go for 60, 65 wins? They might not. But uh, to me, they're going to be right there in the mix next year. Will, Zach Wheeler's home road splits have been pretty pronounced. 2021, 233 area at home, 335 on the road. Last year, 185 at home, 384 on the road. This year so far, 
293 at home, 518 on the road. He's pitching for the Phillies in Phoenix tonight against soft tossing Zach Davies. You like the Phillies and Wheeler to bounce back here minus a dollar thirty-five. Yeah, I thought he looked good his last time out against Detroit. I did look good his last time out. I know it's the Tigers, but he carried a no-hitter until I think the eighth inning, and the stuff is there. So as long as he's on track mechanically, I think he's going to pitch well. And every day I wake up, I look at the Diamondbacks' prices. I think they're a little cheap. Uh, They've been a a bargain here for a long time this season. They've been a fun team to watch, a fun team to bet. I just think this is a rough pitching matchup for them with Wheeler against, as you mentioned, a soft-tossing Davies. I really thought once Fock came up, they might just replace Davies' spot in the rotation. They exiled Bumgarner. I thought Davies would be next to me. Uh, he's not like a, a pitcher on a contending team, so I wonder if they'll try to improve and upgrade that uh, that rotation spot here as we get towards the deadline. But to me, this is just uh, a pitching mismatch. I will go with Philly. That was a fun game last night. Like the Diamondbacks have a little juice right now. They got a little buzz. They are a lot of fun, but I do think Philly wins tonight. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest is VSIN contributor Will Hill. He's on Twitter at NotTheWillHill. What is your handicap today on this Mets Yankees matchup, the Subway Series here, as it picks up? And Severino goes against Scherzer. Scherzer's been really good going back now, his last three starts. He faced the Yankees twice last year. He was solid against them. Um, what do you like today between these two? You know, it's funny. The Yankees played the White Sox in a doubleheader on Thursday. In game one, I looked at the Yankee lineup without Judge, and I said, you know what? This team can't score any runs. I'm betting the team total under. And it was four and a half. They scored five. They beat me. Since then, they've had four straight unders. So that's just how it goes with betting sometimes. But if you look at this Yankee lineup, I mean, just read the names. It's Jake Bowers. It's Kiner Falefa. It's Trevino. I mean, they got Kiner Falefa batting second. This is really, this is not a vintage Yankee lineup. This is um, you know, Judge, it's funny, in his absence, he's proving his value more than when he plays. I yep. mean, he is just such a monster player without him. Uh, unless Stanton goes on one of these binges where he hits seven or eight homers in a week, what he can do, but he hasn't done lately. Uh, as he gets older, it's just there's not enough punch in the lineup. So to me, team total under three and a half is a good play. Like you mentioned, Scherzer's been better the last five or six starts as the weather's gotten warmer, whatever it is, he's gotten healthier. Uh, he did get hit by Atlanta last time, but look, he had, I think, 10 or 11 strikeouts. The strikeout numbers have been good. And again, this is just not a big time lineup. The Yankees are going to roll out there. So Yankees team total under three and a half. It's been four and a half, so they're starting to adjust it, which is unfortunate, but uh, I'll go back to the well here and play the under. Uh, you can't play a team total under against Lance Lynn, Will. Come on. Yeah, that, that's that's yeah, ludicrous. Right. You know, point. they should have got shut out by Bellow Sunday night. If Trevino's ball doesn't hit second base, they don't even yep. score in that game. And I don't know how much longer you can keep Volpe in that lineup. Uh, game five Stanley Cup uh, playoffs tonight. Uh, did you do anything with your Marsha So ticket in any way? And do you think the, the Knights finish it tonight, Will? I didn't do anything with, uh, no, I, I did put a little small bet on Eichel plus 550, but I, I mean, you look at the market, Margie's mm-hmm. minus 600 to win. So I'm um, hoping that's accurate here. I do think Vegas wins tonight. Um, my one bet in here is, is that will there be a goal in the first 10 minutes minus 140? It's five for five the first five games. Um, I, look, I don't want to kill my own edge here, but I just don't get why this is so low. I mean, the other night it was no sweat. Two minutes in, you get a goal. I think these refs are just more apt to call penalties 10 minutes in as opposed to, you know, tie game in the third. They, they're more likely to swallow the whistle. So whatever the case is, uh, I'm going to go back to the well. Will there be a goal in the first 10 minutes? Yes, is minus 140. I will go with yes here. And I do think Vegas holds up the uh, the trophy and we crown another champion tonight. All right. Uh, we're all over the map here, betting on everything. You have a couple <laughs> of bets in the last minute or so. A couple of bets that you like for the first round leader at the U.S. Open. 
I took Scheffler first round leader, 18 to one. Uh, his T degree numbers are fantastic. His performance in majors is fantastic. I just look, he's seven to one to win the championship. That sort of price is just cutting it close for me. So I'd rather just have the 18 to one first round leader, hope he puts well and cash a ticket Thursday night. And I bet Figala to win outright uh, 100 to one. He's got seven, I think, top nine, top 10 finishes this year. He's played well in California. He's from Pepperdine, uh, finished ninth at the Masters. So, um, you know, as long as he's in the mix, I, I, there is a path there. And 100 to one, all you're hoping for is a pass. So Figala 100 to one to win the tournament. Scheffler 18 to one first round leader. All right, pal. Good stuff. Follow him on Twitter. He is at not the Will Hill. Crush it today. Appreciate it, guys. There you go. Thanks, Will. Very good. Okay, so first round leader bet there on Scheffler. I would actually, I, taking the shortest shot in the board is uh, a slippery slope in golf. I would, I would consider Scheffler at around eight, nine, to, well, nine to one for ten to one for for sure, hundred percent of betting that. I would even consider eight to one on Scheffler this week. Well, you'd be shocked if you didn't get a run for your money with the bet, right? No, that's I mean, he's, exactly. He's there every week. Of course, he's right in the mix. Well, meanwhile, I thought Jim Nance retired. He's making tremendous calls to end the Canadian o Open. Only I mean, college hoops, what? yeah. Uh, up next, an updated look at the two football contests here at Circus Sports. Are they sweating out the guarantee already? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Become a VSIM Pro subscriber today and get a daily email recapping all of the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You're going to get unlimited access to our vsim.com slash picks page, sort picks by sport, matchup, event date, and more. Check the top VSIM experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI to see which VSIM experts has a hot hand. And for VSIM Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24 7 video access. 
Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Sign up for only $9.99 at vsin.com slash subscribe. A little bit more on today's Major League Baseball card coming up here momentarily. It is Top 5 Tuesday. We're talking Top 5 Game Show hosts of all time. As Pat Sajak announced that the upcoming 41st season of Wheel of Fortune is going to be his last. Uh, we are on number two as we're going, going in reverse order. And we're getting a lot of emails on this guy mm. today. Mm. And, and a lot of people are including him in the top five, but they're also calling him a compiler. Bob Barker, he is my number two game show host of all time because I thought he was witty. I thought he had full control of, uh, again, that was one of the Price is Right, one of, if not the most, pop, right there with Jeopardy for how long that run lasted. So Bob Barker, again, I thought was fantastic at what he did on that show specifically. He's got to be in the top five. I have him at number two overall. And what did he do for the pet population, too, just uh, just on top of that? Very true. Now, Barker's, I, I have nothing more to add. I'll, I'll comment on the end. Um, but uh, he's probably in everybody's top three, I would think. And, and probably the consensus number one. Yeah, probably. If Americans yeah. filled it out. Uh, mine is Trebek. Uh, despite Paulie's uh, thoughts about him being condescending, I I thought that show took off. Um, I thought he ran the show very well. Um, kept the pay. You have to keep the pace to that show to try to get to all the categories, right? And yep. so that, that it's got to be quick. And yet he allowed people to develop their personalities, and they started having these tournament of champions. And I think Ken Jennings kind of helped to elevate that show. But it's a show everybody watched. You competed at home. Everybody thought they should be on it. You could go take the test and do all that. It became very, very popular in pop culture, maybe the most popular game show in, in, in pop culture. So Trebek, my number two. Number one is coming up in the next hour. And our honorable mentions. Absolutely. could be as interesting as the list. Because again, you know, we could have done a top 10, <laughs> right. top 15 list for best game show hosts of all time. Uh, we will get to today's Major League Baseball card again in a minute. But the two football contests here at Circa, you and Derek Stevens, the owner of this property, mm -hmm. came on a few weeks ago and announced the rules and the guarantee it's $8 million overall for Survivor, mm. $6 million for Circa Millions, 177 according to the big board here so, so far in Survivor, fewer than that in Millions. Is Derek sweating the guarantee already? We, we took a look yesterday. Drew, um, who works at the sports book um, and does all of our graphics and our media, runs a Twitter account, put together some lists. We'll start getting to flow charts the closer we get. You know, we're on schedule, a little bit behind. We started different. With 90 days left, you look at it, the pacing. You know, Mitch, it always comes down to the last few weeks. It really, the sweat starts in August. We're going to go up Friday, August 4th, and do a two-day sign-up event in Sparks in Northern Nevada. Target that uh, Northern Nevada and the Bay Area market, Sacramento, Oakland, San Francisco. Uh, I think, actually, uh, we're sending up Vsin primetime that um, Tim Murray and Sean King are going to go up and do their Friday show from the casino up oh, there. Oh, very and nice. Derek and I and Banksy and Wilbo Big Balls and all that will go up and do a two-day sign-up. That'll really start it the next weekend is Iowa sign-up weekend. Um, two weeks after that, the last weekend in August, I'll have my panel. We'll do the whole deal. That's really the call, the big contest sign-up weekend. So it all comes down to the end, right? But you like you like to have steady pacing. Remember now... You can get up to 10 entries in Survivor and uh, five in the millions. Yeah. Well, anybody taking the 10 so far? Uh, we have not had one 10 yet. My guess, those that's going to be coming later on in the year. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Today's card in Major League Baseball. Any interest in the Milwaukee Brewers? You might be able to find them around. Pick them. I, I don't know about some plus money on that team today. Corbin Burns is going for the Brew Crew. 
And he was off to a rough start to begin the year. I didn't know which Corbin Burns I was watching to start the season. But since May 27th, Mike, three starts, 21 innings, a 1.71 ERA, a 0.71 whip. The batting average against is 113. And opposing batters cannot get good contact off of him. The hard hit rate has only been 16.7%. It appears as if Corbin Burns might actually be back. I watched him pitch the other night against Baltimore. That's a good Orioles lineup. Oh, yeah. He, he, was, in, he was in total control uh, against the Orioles in that game. It looks like he's found his command back. Um, you could attack this two ways. I'm going to play first five under four. He might be a small favorite first five. I'm not sure. Lopez actually threw a complete game in Tampa Bay. Got beat one to nothing his last out. Minnesota, though. I look at that lineup and I say, where are you going to get the runs? They miss Arias a lot there. You know, of Big course, time. You're going to miss a guy hitting 400, right? But in terms of getting people on base here, so uh, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't actually hate playing uh, Milwaukee and under the first five. I don't usually like to parlay it because it's a small margin, but I think there's a pretty good shot. Burns throws a shutout first five or gives up one. Okay. You mentioned the Wheeler splits earlier Mm -hmm. and uh for a couple of years now this goes back to 2021 where he is he's better on the uh he's better at home than he is on the road he is going on the road today against his red hot diamondbacks team do you have any issues laying this price here as he opposes zach davies not interested in this price i think the diamondbacks right now are better team than the phillies you saw him rally from 5-1 down last night will is right it was an interesting game i had a middle on 16 and then they gave up the run with two outs in the ninth last okay. night after they got the pop-up. Um, so I lost a little bit of juice there. But uh, I'm a Zach Wheeler guy. I've bet him in the Cy Young several times. I like him. I think he's better than Nola. I don't want to lay 135 on the road tonight. What are, are the Diamondbacks have won six in a row or something like oh, that yeah. as well. They're on it. And and I like what Will Hill said. They got some juice. They got some buzz about, about this team. Uh, I'll pass here. I've, I, you give me 115, 120, I'd consider it. But not. I think 135 is a little steep in this spot. Here's what I liked in Zach Davies' uh, previous start. Yes, it was against Washington. The Diamondbacks won that game by a score of 6-2. to two. He lasted six and two-thirds innings. I think the key here is that Zach Davies struck out eight against the Nationals lineup, and we've, we've beaten this um, angle for a long, long time here on the show, the Nationals do not strike out. Uh, K-props go under a lot for starting pitchers against the Nationals. His K-prop in the game was four and a half. He had eight. So he was, I mean, he really exceeded his expectations in that game. Maybe that's not going to happen again or in back-to-back starts anyway. But for at least one start, Zach Davies is super solid against a team that uh, does a pretty good job in the batter's box. Um, what else catches your eye today? I'm tempted by taking the, the Marlins tonight because I like this Cabrera kid going but Kirby's also on the flip side for the Mariners, and I like him a lot. I'm interested in Toronto-Baltimore. I don't have a play on it yet. Bassett's been terrific. Outside yep. of his first month of the year, he's just been nails. Um, and I like the kid Kramer, too, who's won six games here. Um, not really interested in laying a dollar thirty-five. Another game I might look at uh, a first five under if you can find a four and a half in this game. Um be an interesting play here. But I won't take Baltimore at home, but I look at the total here with two decent pitchers. Okay. Vlad in his career, Mm. small sample size, but he does have four home runs off Kramer. I'm seeing him in the plus 360 range to hit a home run. Would probably need a little bit more than that. 
But if I could find four to one or better, I'd probably bet Vlad tonight on a home run prop. How about Schwarber against Davies? He's done. What does he have? He's got four, four overall four. <laughs> too. And from uh, members of the audience who are living in Philadelphia, who chime in on Twitter, um, they have been reminding me about June Schwarber now since the beginning of the month. And yes, he's batting like in the one seventies, mm -hmm. boy, but he is, he's been killing the baseball. And it's been going over the fence a lot lately. The problem is, like a Schwarber home run prop, I saw at some spots as low as plus 250 the other yeah. day. Th to Matt Vaskersian's point, he said this repeatedly on this show from MLB Network. He goes, you can't bet a home run prop at those, those small prices. Right. You almost have to get four to one. You have to. Right? I mean, it's, yeah. it's just logically, it, it's, it's the takeout on that bet is so high. That's oh, why yes. the price is so low. Cobb has pitched very well, notwithstanding his last start for the Giants. Uh-huh. Flaherty was awesome in Texas, beating John Gray one to nothing. Another pitching matchup. Some good pitching matchups tonight on a Tuesday here, Mitch. I would agree. By the way, that John Gray performance, it was uh, one of the highest score-rated starts from any pitcher going back like several years. It was a complete game. He allowed one mm -hmm. run, struck out 12, and they didn't allow many. a homer in the eighth inning. I yeah, think that was it. Yep. That was it. They couldn't get him any runs. Yep. Um, but to your point, uh, in that game, uh, the opposing pitcher again was who? You just said his name? Flaherty. Yeah, Flaherty. Yeah. They had the bases loaded with one out. He walked the bases loaded in the first with one out. He got out of it, and they lose one to nothing. Yeah, he was walking some guys in that start, but... I have Obviously, I had Gray that night. <laughs> That's a rough one. It's a tough way to lose. God, if they had one more starter, I'm telling you, it's... I think they're going to have to do that with the DeGrom news. Up next, professional sports better. Paul Stone is going to join the program. A lot to get into with him. He loves betting and handicapping golf, so we'll get his U.S. Open bets. But also... College football. He'll give out some bets in the Big 12. We'll talk about that conference next here on VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... <laughs> Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.